Kid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. About the front door like a ghost into a fog Where no one notices the contrast of white on white And in between the moon and you Angels get a better view of the crumbling Difference between wrong and right Well I walk in the air Between the rain through myself and back again Where I don't know Maria says she's dying Through the door I hear her crying Why, I don't know Round here Counting Crows, one of our listeners As for this great album, August and Everything After Round Here, 844 on your Monday morning again Judge Jeanine Pirro, her new book comes out tomorrow Crimes Against America She will join me for the entire 9 o'clock hour coming up next Right now, I've got a very special guest on the phone, but a friend of mine for many, 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 many years, one of the smartest people you'll ever meet, Mr. Skybridge Capital, my buddy Anthony Scaramucci. Mooch, good morning, pal. How are you? Good, good morning, Sid. How are you? I'm, uh, I'm doing great. You know, one uh, before we get to uh, Chris Christie and the presidential race, I know you're good friends with the uh, owner of the Mets, Steve Cohen, and I know that he's trying to get that casino out there at uh, City Field, and it looked like... He was going to get it, him and 42nd Street, among the places. But now it turns out, I guess, the people in Forest Hills put up a huge fight, and one of the local politicians, Jessica Ramos, is making sure, for at least now, that Cohen's Casino isn't going to happen. Do you have more news on this? You know, I I don't have more news. I know that that was going to go down this week in conversations with Steve last week at the SALT conference. Uh, he gave us a, an elicitation of what the plan looked like. It's frankly a shame for Queens if it doesn't go through because you've got, you know, tens of thousands of jobs. You're going to clean up that whole area. You've got a beautiful waterfront park, uh, basketball courts, baseball courts, sports facilities going back up into the stadium. Yes, a casino, but also a, a conference center, hotel. Uh, a taste of Queens, you know, where you would literally have all of the ethnic great foods in Queens showcase leading back up to uh, City Field. And I don't know, Sid, if you've ever been down to Truist Park, Patriot uh, Stadium, um, they've done beautiful work in terms of, uh, you know, it's a revitalization of the entire area. It would lead to more traffic, more tax revenues. It would be better for the school system in the county of Queens. But listen, you know, we've got politicians that have diverging interests. Uh, We saw what happened with Amazon. We tried to move them into Long Island City a few years ago. And uh, we're in a weird state right now. We're very focused on positional politics as opposed to what's right or wrong for the people. You know, and so it's it's always left or right, left or right, as opposed to right or wrong. Um, I'd like to see him get the project done. But uh, I don't think it's over yet. Hopefully they'll they'll negotiate a uh, compromise. I mean, the biggest misconception, it's such old school thinking, is that casinos bring bring in a bad group of people. It's such nonsense. They're like old ladies, you know, basically. And like you said, the revenue was there. And usually they put them in neighborhoods that aren't that great to begin with. Now, look, I understand if you've got a Met game 
a tennis game going on, uh, you know, like the um, the Open in August, and the casino, that would make it a very, very long day on the Grand Central, the Van Wick, and the Bell Parkway. I get all that. But in terms of casinos bringing in a bad element, that's so yesterday, Anthony. It's nonsense. Well, listen, I mean, obviously the studies have all proven that. But, you know, look, you know, we, as a, as a human race, we gamble. So I think uh, – the fact that we've accepted that now and we're like, I mean, Sid, you and I are old enough to remember when the NFL didn't want to play in Vegas. Right. The NBA didn't want to play in Vegas. Right. right? And so the, the gambling was happening anyway, right? It, it's a uh, it's a reminder of Casablanca back in the 40s, right? I didn't realize gambling was happening here. You know? <laughs> right. We do it, right? And yeah. so at the end of the day, uh, let's regulate it. Let's clean it up. Let's make it fair for people. Um, and listen, you know, you get a lot of revenues out of that. Obviously, the state controls the, the numbers game. The mob had that. But now Lotto is controlled by the state. They get a ton of tax revenues coming into the educational department because of it. I don't understand why we're going to take a sanctimonious stance here. Hopefully, they can negotiate an impasse. But what, what Steve put together, he was on a massive listening tour in Queens, and he – went to as many constituents as possible, and they really did deliver on a full balancing test. Sports, recreation, beautiful waterfront park, restaurants that exhibit the, um, you know, the Queen's cuisine, if you will. Uh, and, of course, you've got the stadium, the there someday. I think I think that would be a, a lot of fun for people. And and remember, you're, you're close to the Just imagine the type of traffic that you can get in there that could help further revitalize that area and, yeah. and just increase middle incomes. I mean, ultimately, if you're a politician in Queens, what do you want to do? You want to raise living standards for lower and middle income people, and you want to give them aspirational opportunity. It's very hard to convince me that this project doesn't do that. Talking about gambling, one of the things that Chris Christie did right in New Jersey, and he did a bunch of things right, no question, a bunch of things wrong, too. We'll get to that. But he was the guy. He was the guy that pushed New Jersey to legalize gambling. Now, I know Phil Murphy is reaping all the benefits right now because I believe now New Jersey has gone past Las Vegas. They actually bring in the most revenue. Maybe New York City is right there now as well. But it was Chris Christie who made sure New Jersey got legalized gambling, and that's worked out huge for the state. With that said, Chris Christie going to announce this week, Tim Scott today, Ron DeSantis later this week, Chris Christie as well that he's going to run for president, and you, Anthony Scaramucci, he's got your backing. Well, yeah, when he announces, yes, but he does have my backing. I was asked at the SALT conference who I like. You know, Chris and I have been friends for a very long time. Um, I like him. I think he has the right edge to prosecute the case against Donald Trump. And so ultimately, I know you love Trump, but I'm telling you, he's bad for the country. And, uh, you know, his moment has passed in the country. Of course not. The country's just unfortunately, okay, but the country's too divided. Yeah. And I think somebody like Chris can at least lay out why Mr. Trump was the worst Republican presidential candidate since Herbert Hoover. Let's just remind your viewers, he lost the House, he lost the Senate, and he was in the presidency. And you get like a, you know, 70 percent chance to win reelection when you're already in the presidency as an incumbent, he lost that too. So worst presidential candidate since Herbert Hoover, Mm -hmm. a very destructive guy. Uh, 
led to a lot of racial hatred. No, and no, 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 no. Listen, but way before Super that, violent. hold on, hold on, hold on. No, I got to stop you. I have. No, 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 no. If you can, if you can, me with that beautiful voice. Yes, I am. Because don't talk about race divide. Because well before Donald Trump was president, a black man who was going to cure the race divide in this country. Had the country on fire. Michael Brown, uh, Gray in Baltimore, BLM. That all started under Obama, not Donald Trump. Don't even go there. No, no, you're doing it. You're blaming Trump for something he didn't do. Anthony, he didn't do it. If you want to talk about Obama, I'm happy to talk about it, but he can't run. And here are the facts. Trump has won two straight straight nominations. Hold on. Anthony, fine. Chris Christie's not a fine person either. He's not a fine person. And he's, How do you think I, we we're not gonna we're not gonna like your rabbi or my priest? You, you tell me who the fine, perfect person is. Who's the perfect specimen? Nobody. The country nobody. Right so I'm gonna, uh, so nobody. nobody. So I'll take. So I will take everybody. the imperfect guy who I think will do the best mm-hmm. job. Who's won two straight nominations? While your buddy, he's won nothing. And by the way, his best moment was ten vote. years ago. He can't can't win the popular vote. But Chris Christie can? have the people. Chris Christie can? He can't well, win the nomination. No, I mean, I think, I think let's take one step at a time. Yeah. I think Chris Christie, step one, can make the case against Donald Trump. Okay. The two impeachments, the indictments, the disaster going on in Georgia. All hoaxes. The right. situation with January the, All hoaxes. The situation with January 6th. Right. All hoaxes. Okay. Yeah. You know, I, I, I understand that. But, you know, when you hit the rock, my dad was a laborer when he got started, right? You hit the rock 100 times, it doesn't break. On the 101st time, it smatters into pieces, okay? He's got horrible negative approval ratings. He's nowhere with the independents. The independents hate the guy's guts. you got to win this race. You want Republican politics? You want Republican policy? Go with somebody else besides Donald Trump. You don't have to go with Chris Christie. He's my favorite because I like him personally. But go with somebody without, besides Donald Trump. The guy, and all the guy does is he's a walking wrecking ball of disaster. And if you ask anybody that's not politically tied to him that worked with him inside the White House, he has no executive management skills. He has no intellectual curiosity. He's a little bit of a Putin puppet. Okay, we don't need that right okay. now in the stop United that. States. Stop okay? that Putin we need puppet. He, he was tougher on Putin than anybody. Yeah, yeah. No, no Biden's a, no, 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 Biden is a Putin puppet. Find the right, he didn't Biden signed the Russian right. sanctions bill in July yeah, of 2017 yeah. after yeah. the. Uh, no, you're right. You're right. And, and, that, and that, of course, Putin was such a puppet that he allowed Putin to go into the Ukraine, which he's done since Biden has taken over. I mean, some of this stuff, and you're a very smart guy, and I love you, but you've got a personal issue with Donald Trump that has clearly clouded your brain because some of it is so ridiculous. So ridiculous. Anthony, oh, come on! A, no, yes, you do. On, yes, you do. Yes, you do. I don't. I'm living. I'm living a great. I'm living a great life. I know, I but you're still angry that he that he went after that. your wife. You're still angry, and you're right. Oh, no, no. Hold on. Hold yeah. on a second. Hold yeah. on a second. Shouldn't have gone after my wife. Right. Okay, Sid, come on. I agree. If somebody went after Danielle. These guys work for us. Okay. You want to talk about Putin? If we're in Putin's country to go after your wife, you leave the country. No, but here's the thing. These guys he, work for us. We're in a democracy. Okay? I agree. When Trump gets the job, he's in our house. He's in the people's house, and he's working for us. I agree. Who the hell is he to attack my wife? He's nobody. All of, I agree anything. with you. 
to him. Who the hell is he to attack my wife? Anthony, I'm on your side with this. All I'm asking asking you to do. There's not one New Yorker listening to you, whether he's a cop, a fireman, whoever he might be. So, oh, no, that's cool. I like Donald Trump, but it's cool for him to go after Mooch's wife. No, no, you're missing the point. Anthony. He's a... He's a low life. You Anthony, life you got to let me talk. Anthony, you got to let me talk. You got to let me talk. Okay. Don't let a low life be the You got to let me talk, Anthony. Chris Christie's a low life too. Now, if I, if you went after Danielle, I'd be angry just like you. But here's the difference: be man enough to admit that it is personal because he did the wrong thing. I'm on your side. He should never mess with Deirdre. And ever since then, you hate his guts. Just be man enough to admit that you have amped up your rhetoric about Donald Trump because he did a wrong thing. Don't tell me you don't care that he did it and then say all these ridiculous things about him, which are somewhere between lies and partial lies. Of course you're pissed. There's not one thing I said is a lie. Oh, yes, Putin's puppet? Putin's puppet? Putin's puppet. All this guy did was, you know, he was ridiculously obsequious to Putin, okay? (laughs) The delay in the anti-tank stuff to the Ukraine gave a window. You see, you're talking about Biden got there after the fact where Trump had already weakened the alliance and Trump had already signaled to Putin that he was going to let him have what he wants. And obviously Putin miscalculated. He thought the alliance was not going to reunite like it did. Putin did something that no American president could do. He reignited and re reunited NATO. Okay, so you, you gotta you gotta look at it sequentially, Sid. You can't look at it, you know, the way the politicians look at it. Look at it objectively and look at it sequentially. Yes, I was very personally upset when he went after my wife. Who wouldn't be? Right. It's four years later. It's now an objective standard. Who should be president of the United States in an hour of darkness for the country, in an hour of tribalism? We need massive constitutional reform. We have gerrymandering in this country where the politicians are now picking the voters. I thought we were in a real democracy, Sid, where the voters pick the politicians. The gerrymandering has completely skewed the congressional district system, skewed the, uh, the local Senate and House races. It is an unmitigated disaster. We have a tyranny of the minority going on in the country because of this sort of nonsense. We need massive reform, and we need somebody that's going to think about us related to our first name, which is united. It's not the divided states of America. It's not the tribal states of America. It's the United States of America. And you need a healing, honest broker and a transformational figure to do that. And it's not Donald Trump. Okay, it just isn't. He has no evidence of being able to deliver that, and that's an objective statement. Well, it is certainly your statement, and, you know, I love you, and I think you're very smart, and I'm going to let you make it. analysis not related on anything personal. Well, I don't believe that. Uh, That I don't believe. Yeah. It's always going to be personal. You're you're an old-school Italian guy. Nothing. You don't let that stuff go away. You can believe whatever you want. You remember remember what they said in The Godfather, right? It's not personal. It's business. Yeah. You you and I both know. But of course it's personal. Well, that's of what I just said. Personal. Right. But but it's four years later. It's yeah. not as personal. I'm looking well, at it please. objectively. Wow. Listen, one of the reasons why I love you and we get along well, despite differing on so many political opinions, is we're both old school New York guys. And that personal doesn't go away. Four years later, if somebody picked on Danielle, it wouldn't be okay with me. And by the way, it certainly wouldn't be okay with her if I came home and said, you know what? I kind of, I kind of forgave Trump. So just remember this: tell you, tell yeah. you, buddy, Trump. You yeah. know he couldn't win without me last time. He's not going to win w- without me this time. Okay, uh, we're going to put him. 
right where he belongs, okay, in heavy retirement. Okay? <laughs> okay. You get him on the phone. You say, hey, man, you know, you really you, – you, you won in 16. You couldn't win in 20. Right. You're not going to win in 24. Okay. And you're going to be in a very long retirement, okay? And okay. you're going to have a lot of legal bills because you're a nonsensical lunatic. I'm going to tell him all those things. Next time you see it. I'm going to tell him. Promise me. I promise. promise me, are you kidding me yet? You know I'll tell him. Good. Yeah, Good. but he, but the, the no, but if he, if his you're his right, day, his day is over. Yeah, well, if you're right and his day is over, I can promise you, I can promise you, that the guy you're wasting your money on, he got no chance. I mean, you're, it's like Scott Walker. You're throwing your money away again. You're throwing it away. Let's, well, no, I don't agree with that. I of had course. I'm Scott Walker. I met a lot of people. Yeah. These things are a lot of fun. You meet a lot of people. You're yeah. like, you learn a lot about the country. Yeah. You know, in fairness, I did a lot of campaign stuff with Donald Trump. I learned a lot about the country working on these campaigns. And by the way, Sid, you live in New York, right? Yes. We're taking 55% of our money now, right? So we're minority partners in our own lives. Okay. If a dollar comes in, I got to give it to Kathy Hockle, Eric Adams, and Joe Biden, right? So I'm now a minority partner in my own life in terms of the money coming in. Yeah. So shouldn't we be involved with the hiring decision? Of course. Don't, don't you think that we have to be politically active and at least try to push the needle here and there wherever we can? Because it, it's the apathy that comes from the business community that allows for this disastrous tribal stuff going on. If the business community was energized in Queens, they would allow for this nonsense going on as it relates to this project. All this project is a win-win for everybody. But somebody for some reason knows But come on, let's on what people. How do we raise their living standards? How do we give them a fair, aspirational opportunity in the country or the state of New York? As opposed to like woke nonsense and uh, virtue signaling and you know all of these. Enough is enough. Yeah, no, we're losing you on the cell phone, but it was a great conversation. My phone is blowing up. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no one's hanging up. I can promise you that, Anthony, so I appreciate that. All right. I'll talk to you later on today. All right, pal. All right. Thank you. There he is, Anthony Scaramucci. That was good stuff. That's good radio.